Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We are joined by DJ Rock Lobster. What up, Rocco? Hi, could you um give me a beat? <gasps> would you like one? I would. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's time to wow. talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, we heard a little update out of Disney World earlier today regarding their mask policy. Minneapolis-St. Paul had a uh, mask mandate that was lifted for restaurants last week. Mm -hmm. These will continue to come. Now it reaches the world of music festivals. Attendees of both the Coachella and Stagecoach festivals will no longer be required to provide proof of vaccination, negative test results, or any mask wearing. Uh, now, this could change based on the ever-changing local guidelines. All of this could change at any point, of course, with that. Uh, but they say that Coachella had already mentioned the update on their website. Their COVID-19 warning states, quote, There is an inherent and elevated risk of exposure in any public place or place where people are present. There is no guarantee expressed or implied that those attending the festival will not be exposed to COVID-19. Stagecoach made their announcement on Twitter. If you did not know this, and I did not, they share the same festival grounds in Indio, California. Coachella is taking place for the timeline April 15th through the 17th, and April 22nd to the 24th. Stagecoach uh, follows up April 29th through May 1st. So these are happening mid-April, essentially two months from now. These are outdoor festivals, and so that, I'm sure, is a factor with this. Um, but they they went one further than I think where Disney World is right now. I believe it's if you are fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask starting tomorrow. I believe it is. Um, and right now, Disney World has you don't have to wear a mask outside, but if you're indoors, you do. When I was there, you had to wear a mask every bleeping wear, and holy hot, it was hot. But they started to lift these, um, but Disney's still doing it with proof of vaccination, but Coachella is saying, no, we're just ditching it all, and I guess they think that by that point, things will be in a better situation. One can hope. Here's what Dr. Anthony Fauci has to say. Okay. Um, ever heard of him? Yep. Fauci said, and this was a nice headline to read, I think it was over the weekend, saying that uh, we're getting out of the full-blown pandemic phase of COVID-19. His quote, as we get out of the full-blown pandemic phase of COVID-19, which we are certainly heading out of, 
These decisions will increasingly be made on a local level rather than centrally decided or mandated. There will also be more people making their own decisions on how they want to deal with the virus. Some of the optimism, uh, this from Yahoo News, has been fueled by the steady decline in daily U.S. infections. Now, these numbers all seem crazy, but it's all relative to where it was as they track what's happening with COVID. The U.S. is reporting fewer than 200,000 COVID-19 cases a day for the first time since Christmas. Um, And they said that case counts are now less than a quarter of the peak of the Omicron surge. So if we were peaked somewhere in January at 100%, now we're at 25% of what that was. So a sharp decline and um and oh what did and Fauci went on to say oh goodness we're see if I can find it here that he just uh has reason to believe that one of the things that'll just help us get through this is there we're getting to the point where there is enough there's going to be enough immunity in our systems that Mm, it will move us out of this sort of uh pandemic phase that we've been in over these last couple of years that have been varying levels of restrictions in place okay all right that's good I'm going yeah. to a rock show tonight. Are you? Oh, okay. I'm Where? Indie Rock Hipster uh, I'm going to the Palace Theater in St. Paul, and I was just looking. It looks like, for sure, uh, I think all the first half venues are still, you got to show a vaccine or negative test. Okay. But I also think, in the small print I was looking at, that I will have to wear a mask. So I'll report back tomorrow. Oh, that'll be interesting. Okay. Yeah. I bet those will start to be change careful. probably over the next couple of months, because... It's easier to be one of many venues who has a mask mandate in place. It is difficult to be one of very few who has a mask policy in place. Just from like a business optics standpoint, that that's a tougher thing to do. But if you look around and all of your competition is doing the same thing, it's like, okay, cool, easy enough, we can do this. But if seven out of 10 have lifted that, I think that puts more pressure on those individual businesses, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going anywhere. Ever? When are we going to get you somewhere again? I'm going to be one of those people who just like melds into her couch. (laughs) We didn't find anybody in there. Check the couch again. Oh, my gosh. Now we have to surgically remove the blob. Was the Stagecoach Festival a thing when you were in the country uh, music industry? Stagecoach. I think that's at that's on the Coachella grounds, but it's a country. Yeah, but you know we keep it local, Rocco. Oh yeah, you didn't go to mm. no, but you know Indio, it was big California. No, but it was more like a CMA Fest, which used to be called Fanfare okay. in Nashville. That was a big thing. There would be like live broadcasts from there. But um, typically, do you not, have a star on the Nashville Walk of Fame? At not yet, oh, but yeah. I'm hoping to be nominated next year. <laughs> Thank you. I, you know, I could Donna, probably buy one. Yeah, maybe, maybe I mean, what, what's your name? Steve. Yeah, hi, Steve. Um, hey, Donna. Maybe what you'll be able to do is, you know, what Fauci is talking about, which is a bunch of people just individually making the decision, um, where, if, you know, these mandates, you'll see more and more of them go by the wayside, that you can always wear your KN95 mask, your super safe mask, right. and go out, and then you're able to be out there. And I wonder what we'll see, you know, like in six months. How many people will be wearing masks? Because I feel like in December, um, and you know, like for instance, Target. Target, to my knowledge, hasn't had a mask mandate in a long time. But I remember in December when Omicron started surging, 
people just naturally, the numbers just naturally went up because it's like everybody's got a mask and it's easy enough. You may as well do it. I kind of feel good about flying with a uh, mask on like yeah. over the holidays just yeah. to avoid the flu and stuff like that. Even There's- just a common cold. Now, you know, remember the days when we would look at people who would wear masks as strange? Strangers, like, yes. okay, that's... Why is that person wearing that on the train? Right. Now I get it. Yeah. You, you, Michael you Jackson can, used to wear a mask. Everywhere. You can be a mask person from now on if Thank you want, you. Donna. Oh, my God. Was I'm Michael so Jackson excited. wearing a mask when you touched his hair? He was maskless when I stroked his hair. I didn't okay, touch sorry. it. Touching it sounds like he walked by and my hand accidentally bumped into it. I stroked <laughs> his hair. This is real. It was at Disney World. He was getting off of Space Mountain. And I stroked his hair after a... After a very long handshake, which lasted too long, and then without planning to say anything, I legitimately, at, a, at 19 years old, went, Michael, yes! Oh, no. It just came out of me. I can't. I didn't mean to do it. But seriously, that must have been like the best thing that ever happened to you. It was crazy. No, it certainly wasn't the I best mean, at thing the time? that ever happened. No, still not. But it was crazy. It was one Running of the most. Michael Jackson, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I was really excited about it. It was the most out of context star sighting because Michael Jackson did not go to Disney World that day in, you know, cargo shorts and a hang loose tank top. He looked like Michael Jackson. Like it may as well have been shooting a music video for all I know. Yeah, you got to look the part, right? Yes, the glasses, the aviators, you know, the big things. The band aids on the fingers. I don't remember. I just remember his hand was a lot meatier. Did he have I a chimpanzee with him or anything? <laughs> no, no he didn't have the llama, didn't have bubbles, the monkey, just Michael and all of his handlers. But remember, it started raining, which is the reason I was able to touch him and stroke his hair, was because they were all concerned with keeping Michael dry so he didn't melt. And I was able to hold his hand for a long time and then stroke his hair and let out a boyish scream of glee. <laughs> oh Sue me, guys. All right. Thanks By the for way, sharing. Quickly, Dr. Dre went home after the Super Bowl with Mary J. Blige. They went into a studio and just started riffing, started collaborating. I think wow. they're going to work on music together. Yep. Oh, my God. I think that would be amazing. Uh, we have to take a break, friends. We do. Did Wordle finally break yesterday? Mm. A lot of people were scratching their head. We will tell you what happened. And if there was a fix, this one we return. It's Don and Steve on my time. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free childcare with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at ymcanorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, including the inaugural My Talk Awards presented by David with First Equity and Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. We're going to be handing out talkies to quote unquote winners in 15 different categories. And you can vote now on the nominees you think should win. Uh, and then. We're going to announce them all next week in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to have a little uh, panel, a little discussion. Did you see the schedule? Yeah, we got the schedule. Yasque. I um, get a day. I get to yay! defend um, our you want breakout to? star of the year, Alana Heim. Oh, oh, great. Oh, I don't Oh, I need to do a focus on who, I'm def- who am I defending. So let's see. Uh, let's see uh, Steve. I'm there on Monday. Steve, you're doing First D-bag, day. movie, and streaming service. So who was our D-bag? 
Um, Jimmy Spears. Yeah, good one. Okay, I can who, speak to that. Yeah, like you, can you know, do that. like who does that to them? I'm a kid? father. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, okay, you got uh, that. The, the bag we got. What's the other one? Uh, movie uh, of the year. Movie of the year. What are we going oh, on for that? We're we gonna have a problem. Oh, with oh that? yeah. Oh, garbage. We did licorice licorice pizza? pizza. That was God. a Donna and Rocco thing. Yeah, Maybe just we'll say because them. you guys send we'll me some notes for you. Okay. Hi, I'm Rocco Bonello. I mean DJ Rock Lobster. I give licorice pizza five clumps. And I'm Donna Valentine. I saw this movie with my entire family, and they all hated it, but I loved it. Something like that. Okay, okay. and then what's the third one that I'm defending on Monday? Uh, let's see. Streaming service. Oh, you got that. What, uh, what did where we, we say? Go? Disney Plus? We went Disney Plus. No, we I don't think we did. Did Come we on. say I think HBO? We, I think we did. I don't know, guys. Oh, here we go. Okay, we can't, we, I don't know. I'm we can't talk about out. it. She's going to get stressed. She's up Tuesday and Thursday oh, of no. next week. Oh, yeah. It's uh, going to be a whole thing. Oh, God. Where's Wordle when you need it? <laughs> uh, did you guys Wordle this morning? I Wordle. Yes. You? I Wordled. I got it in th- four. Okay. Four today. Four. Last one. Same. Very last one. You gotta, Good yeah. If you don't there. start off strong, then you, you, it's a struggle. But listen, yet first of all, oh, you got it today. Didn't you think it was good? Today was good. Yeah, we got today emails about today. Oh, we but did. We won't say anything till tomorrow. No. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, we've now, gotten a few emails. I sent you. I sent you a, um, a, a picture just now, both of you, okay. of yesterday. Yesterday there was controversy, but look at mine. It was the first time ever that I didn't get a single yellow. My oh. only greens. You see wow. the picture I just sent you, Donna? Hold on, I'm looking. Yes, cool. It was <laughs> very... <laughs> Gosh. That's great. That was wild that it turned out that way. I was all excited. Still took me four or five guesses. It is great when you get a couple of greens on the first try and you're like, okay, you're giving me something to work with. I've got a starting point. Could you imagine there are people out there who haven't cheated their way to it, who've who've just genuinely guessed a word and then it goes green, 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 bang, right out of the gates. That would be so exciting. How many times do you think that's happened? I bet you with how many people play... So many more times than you think it's happened. I've gotten green. I've gotten the answer on the second guess. I think four times, which wow. is pretty. But I played. I've played from like day one. But yeah. I also wordus a lot. I just wordus up the wazoo, and wordus is oh. basically wordle. They'll probably get a cease and desist at some point. But uh, on my phone, it is. You could play as many times as you want. Donna, don't do that. I'm doing it. That's no, how this... you get good at Wordle. No, remember the beauty of this shared experience is we all do it just one time a day. No. Yes. You're, okay. you're being very millennial about this. I want to play a lot. <sighs> we need to get you into some kind of a class. That I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> Can occupy. Like, would you be interested in learning, like taking a shop class? Sure. <laughs> okay. What am I going to learn? How, How to wallpaper? Do stuff with wood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
What the hell happened to Wordle okay, yesterday? So all that happened was um, people were getting one of two different answers, correct? So the final answer, there were two different ones yesterday. Hmm. Like, can we say what it was? Yeah, yesterday. It's okay, so the, the answer I got was aroma. Right. I got aroma as well. Somebody else, the other one, oh, Agora. 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 What's yeah. Agora? I don't know, but it's too much of an exotic, obscure word. So what happened was <laughs> the New York Times said that they were just updating the master list of answers to remove obscure words as well as insensitive or offensive words. Okay. So it just created this glitch. And they said all you had to do was refresh your browser and you would have the same word as everyone else. Agora. Agora. Really? (laughs) So this could mean there will be future inconsistencies with anyone still holding on to the original Wordle. So make sure you hit that refresh button. That's it. What the heck is Agora? I just looked it up. Here's how Google says it. Agora. Same. Agora. Uh, in ancient Greece, a public open space used for assemblies and markets. Okay, this ain't Scrabble, people. <laughs> this is Wordle. <laughs> We're not going to get fancy for points. Unless there's a Z. Ten points. Aroma. 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 Yeah. That's an underused word, don't you think? Aroma, <laughs> not aroma, I Steve. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I think okay. aroma is meant to have a positive connotation. It's like I'm, I think it's like a pleasant scent, but aroma just that isn't good. Fragrance to me, very positive. Oh, you think aroma is a negative? No, I think it's intended to be a positive. But what's that aroma? I just feel like anytime someone's asking about what's that smell, usually it's they're not happy about it. Ooh, that smell. What? <laughs> Can't you smell that smell? Is this a it's real a thing? Song, yeah. Everywhere around you. Am I getting gaslighted right now? <laughs> Stick around Ooh, for the uh, X uh, Millennial X Games. We'll that's have right. all Skinnered questions that's for you. That's right. Oh. Old, old people like their music. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, I do need to get to thanks for asking. Speaking of fragrance and aroma, yesterday's Wordle, I need to get to Bath and Body Works okay. for a three-wick candle sale. And I'm also thinking about doing... Uh, we have a friend, we just went to her house last week. She uses diffusers a lot, mm-hmm. like essential oil diffusers. Sure. And it does smell good. And a year ago, thank you for asking, I looked into this TikTok hack, which is... The same thing that hotels, some hotels, they always smell great no matter which four seasons you go to, the lobby smells the same. Oh, really? They use, there's oh. a system that you can do at home where you get these, imagine like a rectangle scent thing that's like 18 inches high, then it has a plastic tube, and you actually drill right into your HVAC system, mm-hmm. and then this goes oh, in, yeah. so all the time that your heat or air is on or the fan is on, that scent is always going throughout all of your house instead of just the living room smells good and the upstairs right. smells sounds like, like trash. sounds like way too much work. It really Everything does. in your life sounds like too much work. Sana. I just want to chill. I'm a lady of leisure. 651-641-1071. That's the number that you can call. If you want to play a game with us, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, that game is next. Play along, 651-641-1071. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You ready to play a little game? 
Yes. Are ya? Yes. Are ya? Yes. All right. Time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. And uh, today when I searched my what national holiday is it today website, it told me that it was National Do a Grouch a Favor Day. I saw that. Oh. So, I'm going to quiz you on some grouchy uh, characters from pop culture. Cute. Looks like all three are from the television. Okay. Mm. Um, so, these are uh, grouchy characters from television. And here's somebody on the phone who did not sound too grouchy, I don't think. It's Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hi, guys. How are hey. you? Hey. I'm great. How are you guys? Oh, my gosh. Very good. <laughs> where, where are you calling from today, Kelly Belly? St. Louis Park. SLP, slip. Um, great. And what's happening after you play the game today? What's next in your day? I'm resuming my uh, Wordle game. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Godspeed and good luck. We hope that you do well. Email us later if you end up getting it, okay? I will. Okay. With that, uh, grouches in pop culture, all from television. Who would you like to team up with today, Donna or Steve? I'm going to go with Donna, Donna, Donna. Woo! All righty. I'll be standing by, everybody. Steve, Kelly has a chance to win a My Talk t-shirt. I have a feeling uh, that Kelly might be able to help me. Ooh, because you like grouchy characters on television. I do like grouchies. Well, let's start with this one. Um, on Fox, from 04 to 2012, there was a medical drama starring Hugh Laurie... Mm. As a misanthropic, oh, let, me just, let me just hit this. Oh, shoot. Misanthropic. Oh, gosh. But brilliant doctor. Oh, shoot. Name that show. Mm, that was good. That was real good. Uh, pass for now. Okay. Can you name the crabby Dunder Mifflin salesman played by Leslie David Baker? Nope. Never watched it. And how about can you name Oscar the Grouch's pet worm? Nope. <laughs> All right. Let's hope oh, Kelly no, can Kelly! help. No wait. What's the name? What's that guy's name? It's one one word. It's like one syllable. It's blurt. Blurt. It's Hugh Laurie as blah. Wow. Usually I could pull it out at the last minute. It'll be but... interesting to get Steve's pronunciation of Hugh Laurie. Oh Kelly, Kelly, you can help me, right? Uh, only on the first one, but we can take stabs at the second. Okay. Third, right? All right. Okay. So, yeah, uh, what do you think the medical drama was on Fox with the misanthropic that, but brilliant doctor? That one is House. Yes! Mm-hmm, house. Woo! Yeah. All right. And then let's go to the American office on NBC. There was a crabby salesman named what, but he was played oh. by Leslie David Baker. Oh, God. Is that the guy who dated uh, the chick from the Manson Gang. What? Yeah, it's true. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do. That know guy. He's about. also a musician. I don't oh, know. Oh no. I don't know. I I don't know. We're not supposed to take this long, but it's okay. We'll, and the third we'll one, say Ben Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. We're going with <laughs> from ben the Stiller. Office. Okay. And then we're going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody know what Oscar's uh, Oscar the Grouch's pet worm was named? Myrtle. Uh, 
Uh, my dog's name is Bosley. How about that? All right, Bosley, <laughs> Bosley. it is. Okay. All right, we're bringing right. Steve back. Here we're he bringing Stevie comes. back. Hi, Steve. Hey, hey Steve. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Uh, not good. How to go with <laughs> She's you? Real bad. Belly belly. Real bad. Do you mean that? Mm-hmm. One out of three. If we're lucky. Oh no. Okay, Steve. We'll see how Steve does. He's gonna do well. Donna. Um, we'll start with this one. Uh, can you name the eight-season Fox medical drama that ran from 04 to 2012, starring Hugh Laurie as a misanthropic yet brilliant doctor? House. Can you name the crabby Dunder Mifflin salesman played by Leslie David Baker? I interviewed him. We brought him out to Azusa Pacific University. He did a 45-minute interview with us. He was great. Leslie David Baker. Yeah, what did he play? Oh, I'm sorry, Stanley. Sorry. Okay. sorry. And can you name uh, Oscar the Grouch's pet worm? That's, uh... Isn't it Little Schlitzky? <laughs> um, worm. Hey. Little Schlitzky was I'll closer than you that. think. Is that right? All right, let's bring uh, Kelly back. I think let's Kelly's going to go through him slowly. Let's but, see who came out on top. Um, so you guys both got, and how would you say this actor's name, Steve? Hugh? I would say Hugh Laurie. Laurie. <laughs> it's, it's spelled L-O-R-R-I-E. No, it's L-A-U-R-I-E. It's L-A-U-R-I-E. Oh, is it? Zip it, Donna. Oh, my <laughs> Hang on one second. <laughs> oh gosh, no, I already feel like I won just based oh, on watching that I didn't that realize that's out. how he spelled his last name. Which is why you pronounce it Lori, thinking it's L-O. See, All right, don't do even get again. me started. So yes, you both were right. It was House. In fact, it was uh, Kelly that got us that one. Uh, Steve did nail Stanley. Stanley Hudson was the crabby... Oh, I the wrong guy. Leslie David Baker. Yeah, that guy was named Creed. And I yes, think that's his real right. name too. His Creed Bratton, and he was actually a real life singer for the Grassroots there with their go. famous song "La La 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 Live for Today." Mm-hmm. He was pretty good. He's great. And uh, none of you knew that Oscar the Grouch's pet worm was named Slimy. Slimy. <laughs> <laughs> so Schlitzky was Lil Schlitzky, which is a Polish rapper. Uh, not too far off. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. Well, because it's Grouch Day, we're going to say no to Kelly. Sorry, oh, man. Kelly. Kelly, we're sorry. Sorry, Kelly. I'm awful. Wah, wah. Oh, hey, I was just as awful. So we're, we can be grouchy and awful. Together. Okay, perfect. Oh, Go finish man. your Wordle and don't forget to let us know if you got <laughs> okay. it. Okay. All right. Good luck. Sorry, Kelly. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, Kelly. Oh, man. That really... <sighs> That really, what's the expression? That really chaps my, chaps my craw. <laughs> Craws my no, wait, it, no, I don't think it chaps craw. your craw. I think it sticks in your craw. Yeah. That really sticks but in my craw. But it chaps your behind. As long as you didn't say crotch at any point, that's a win for the show. Yeah, I don't want anything down there chapped. <laughs> oh, no. David. Time for a tip. Hey. Everybody uh, on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Well, this is a problem for old D-Val. <sighs> Do you have a reusable plastic bottle? Do you ever you know leave? What I hate? Sorry, you know what I hate? Okay, like for so camping or something? Like no, I just mean like. Okay, so I'm drinking shamefully out of a plastic bottle. Okay, sorry. 
I was thirsty. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what are the other options? You drink it out of a paper bag, or what are the crunchy people telling us allows us to walk with our head held high? Don't blame us. Blame Aquafina. They're the ones making gazillions. All we're trying to do is drink. Right? Don't, no shame. Tell me for wanting a little spring wawa. Anyway, here's the sitch. A new report says you should stop drinking out of the plastic bottle immediately. I know a lot of people already know this. Um, This goes for, all right, let me give you an example. I happen to keep a red Solo cup of water on the side of my bed. (laughs) I do. What a... Because it's big and then I could take a giant gulp in the middle of the night. So, just... Just Just the funny visual of a red Solo cup bedside. Yep. All right. Yep. So, that's a plastic cup. Well, if I don't finish all that water... And I leave it on the side of the bed and I mm-hmm. drink a little bit later in the day. Sure. That's really bad because uh-huh. researchers at the University of Copenhagen analyzed water samples after the water had been there for 24 hours and it is loaded with chemicals. Hundreds mm-hmm. of substances, including photo initiators, which can mess with your hormones, potentially cause cancer. It gets worse. They did this again, tested again after the bottles had gone through the dishwasher. And there were even more chemicals. And it's probably because your dishwasher wears down the plastic and allows it to leach more chemicals into your water. But is it only plastic water bottles? What about plastic cups? I'm assuming anything plastic that has water in it that you're going back and drinking out of. A second time drinking from a plastic cup? I mean, like, let's say I I have, all right, let's forget the plastic cup for now. But a water bottle, if you have, say, a a bottle of Aquafina, you drink a little bit, and then the next night, 24 Mm -hmm. hours later, you go and drink. That's not good. You need to get rid of that. Wonder why? I think it's because of the photo initiators. But, but, but the photo initiators aren't. What if, what if the, does that not happen until you open the bottle? Like if you have a bottle of Aquafina, you open the top, you drink, like is it having a photo initiator thing the longer it stays or is it just once the top is opened and the water is sitting in there mixed with the open air that the photo initiators mount up, that then they start doing their bad stuff? I'm going to go with that. And the plastic combined with the water and the air and the amount of time. So just... You know, get yourself a glass bottle or something, I guess. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) We should have a new segment called... (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) It's like at the end of any cryptocurrency segment. <laughs> we don't care. Totally. That wasn't any better. Non-fungible no one token knows news. what just happened with what Donna sent you. It was kind of a mixed <laughs> message. What did you say the other day? Oh yeah, you could die if you eat an avocado. <sighs> that was a gross misread of a headline. <laughs> that was really a big fail, and I apologize. That might have to be the slow jam on Friday. No, don't, Rocco. You know, and then no, there was then a. No, because then going to get in trouble from our boss. My mom sent me this video last night of these birds, this huge swarm of birds in Mexico that all of a sudden 
dropped to the ground and died. And there's a video of it. And my mom sent that to me and she just said, do you think it was the avocados? (laughs) (laughs) But what happened to the birds? I feel like I've seen that before, but there's something that happened. They think that they may have been, there may have been larger prey and all at once they dove out of this down from the sky to get out of range and many of them then hit the ground at too hard a speed. Oh, that's oh man, and that's died because some of the other ones went up. But oh man, crazy! Wow. I'm not linking up the bird death video. Yeah, don't, don't. But thank I would you for highly that. suggest you Google it. All right, thank you. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show, um, Bob Saget's family is trying to block the release of documents related to his death. We've got that story on the way, and we'll uh, we'll temper that with a, a happy story. Too. A happy story about a Christmas story. If you love that movie growing up, more good news coming your way. That when we come back, it's the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk. This is the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Don't forget, coming up at 1130 today on the Donna and Steve show is Millennial X Games. Steve is a millennial. Thank you. I'm a Gen Xer. Fair enough. We try to see who uh, who knows more about the other's generation. Yeah. Usually me, because <laughs> I lived through his generation. Yeah. Real unfair advantage. Yeah. Which I really appreciate. And it's, it's good. Like I always say, anytime you win a game on this show, it seems like you really needed it. You know, Dick, it just came at just the right time. That's fair. It's fine. Uh, this is an interesting story. I, You know, I've been seeing the results of the investigation into Bob Saget's death. I've been seeing headlines a few times since we last talked about it. And one of the things that they said was he had skull fractures in his head. And one, I guess, expert said that it was like taking a baseball bat to the head or falling 20 or 30 feet. So these stories have been coming out and now his widow and his three daughters have filed a lawsuit to block the release of any more materials relating to that investigation. That includes reports and audio video recordings, photographs, and you know, it it makes perfect sense. They say it would cause the family irreparable harm in the form of extreme mental pain and anguish and emotional distress, as you could imagine. So they now want then the materials to be exempt from public records requests saying that no legitimate public interest would be basically served by releasing that information. I think it's yeah. interesting. I think they, uh, I hope that the Saget family wins that. Yeah. That that's not, because that is, and if you feel differently, anyone out there, and I can't imagine you would, but if you did, imagine one of your loved ones dies. And then someone says, oh, we should post a picture of them deceased on Facebook. Right. Of course not. Of course not. This is a slam dunk. It absolutely should not be the case. I don't know why this is a Florida law in the first place that you are you can have access to this, that the public can have access to this. Tell me what purpose this serves. Right. 
Besides just, feeding the dark side of one's curiosity. Exactly right. That is exactly what it is. Because I'm sure all of us are curious to know more information. But every time it goes out there on social media, on, on you know, TMZ and whoever else is reporting on it, it's just, you know, kind of another paper cut, paper oh cut, paper cut, paper cut. You and know. if it's a pic, I mean, guys, if it's a picture of... Oh, that's terrible. Your family member, dead. You're telling me you would want that out on the internet? If right. you wouldn't want that for your own family, you shouldn't want it for any celebrity that has passed. And to for Donna's sure. point, I get it. There's like a dark side of curiosity that pops up in all of us. And we should say anytime we're given the option, uh, should this be okay? Should they release this or not? No. No. You know what it shouldn't. reminds me of a little bit? When you're you're talking about the pictures, I guess I wasn't thinking that oh, entirely that is so personal. i was just thinking of the information i don't even know if i as a family member would want to see a picture of an injury like that it reminds me of princess diana when you know photographers were chasing her and then one of them you know took a picture of her dying in the back of a car i mean wh- what is wrong with you well it reminds you of the uh, los angeles police department having taken photographs of Kobe Bryant and other victims, including his daughter, at the site of the helicopter crash. Yeah. And then showing them off yeah. at a bar. Yeah, that's... Look what I got Something's wrong with you, sir. That's not right. Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. Hopefully they win that. Yeah, I hope so. Um, That's, you know, all we know about that right now. But you have um, a happy story. I'm going to see if I can squeeze in two happy stories here. Okay. One that I've been waiting to tell you for three days now. Really? It just keeps not making the show. <laughs> you know, when you have something that's just kind of stupid that it doesn't really need to get in the show. I got one of those stories. First, let me tell you this. If you were a fan of A Christmas Story, yes, the old school H- or, uh, 1980s one that airs all day long on TBS and TNT on Christmas Day, we mentioned a few weeks back that Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie, is coming back to do an official sequel. Even though there have been a couple sort of half-baked attempts at a sequel, this is bringing back the cast. It's going to go to HBO Max, and we think that there's some positive vibes, that this might be done the right way as opposed to some of the cheesy ways that A Christmas Story tried to get Hmm. some new legs over the past couple of decades. So we have Ralphie, Peter Billingsley, coming back. How about Ian Petrella? Who played Ralphie's little brother, Randy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who had to wear the bunny suit? Who had to wear the bunny suit. He's in. Scott Schwartz, who played Ralphie's friend, Flick, a.k.a. the kid who got a stung tuck to the pole. Flick is coming back for this. (laughs) R.D. Robb, who played Ralphie's friend, Schwartz. Mm. He's coming back. Zach Ward, who played the bully, Scott Farkas. Yes. He's coming back. So now you got a big chunk of the core of their uh, of the cast that's going to be back, which I think is good for all the nostalgic feels. I think that's great. Oh, that's going to be fun. Do we? Did you say when it's coming? I don't think we know that yet. We know that it's going to be on HBO Max. I'm thinking it's going to be this Christmas. This Christmas. Oh boy. <clears throat> Excuse me. And now, yay, I have time to tell you about a 350-year-old apple pie recipe. (laughs) There is, I saw this the other day. I'll link this up, too. There is a, uh, apparently this 
YouTube series, and they just do old school things. It's from the old cookbook show, Glenn and Friends Cooking. They found an apple pie recipe from 1685, and get this, no apples. It takes the yolk of 24 eggs, strain them with cinnamon, sugar, and salt, then put melted butter to them, some fine minced pippins, those people, and minced (laughs) citron. Why wouldn't they just use apples? And slice the citron around it. Bar it with puff paste in the bottom also, or short paste. They don't know, but there are 24 eggs in this apple pie. Zero apples if you're keeping score. (laughs) And it's from a cookbook from 1685. Guys, we gotta try this. I think we had apples in 1685. Yeah, we had apples. But why would you call it an apple pie if it has no apples? Donna! (laughs) Bob! (laughs) <laughs> we're reminded of the time that phil donahue had bob ross on his show oh, and just no. crushed him do you ever think that any of your paintings would hang in a museum bob <laughs> poor bob ross is like i just I just came on to paint man and to be a person this was a ru- donna what <laughs> her <laughs> he just knew how to connect with people there's another lawsuit I have to tell you guys about, and it oh, has good. to do. It has to do with that tragic shooting on the set of Rust. We will oh, tell you gosh. about that on the way. And there's another Lucille Ball, Desi Arnaz documentary or a movie. Ah. Bob, I'll tell you about it coming up.